0: Welcome to the Voice of Fandom podcast. The one place where you, yes, you, You. the viewer, the fan, gets to connect and interact live with the host and talk about your favorite sports team, athlete, or game of the week. And speaking of host, he's straight up, straight to the point. And with a mic in his hand, he lets you know he don't give a sh former pro wrestler, and your host, Kingston Robinson. Let's go! Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Hey, y'all. It's been a crazy time. And you haven't really heard from me unless you're following me on twitch.tv slash Game Armor Game. But guess what? We are back. We are back. And it's, it's, man, it's been a new year. Actually, I think since the last time that we've been on here. Uh, So happy new year. Uh, Happy all holidays. We've just had the most insane thing happen (laughs) in our capital city. We, there's just so much going on. Of course, you know me and you know how I roll. We're not even going to, we're not even going to touch all that. But I'm happy to see everybody back. Uh, This is actually... Kind of a different episode because this is not live stream. This is not live on Podbean. This is not live on anything. Uh, This is actually going to be recorded and me doing this on my lonesome just because we are in the gray area. We are in the, uh, I don't know, upside down. I don't don't know. We are just in the area of between uh, doing the live streams on Podbean and then now Switching over to twitch.tv slash game armor um, game. I just wanted to be able to still crank out episodes, even though we're in this in-between stage. Uh, right now, Twitch is almost ready for the podcast. Um, I'm just working on a few other things. I made affiliate on uh, Twitch. So when you do join the Twitch family, when you do follow me on Twitch, you can also, if you want to support your boy. You can also hit that subscribe button and uh, be a part of the family for real. I got uh, sub emotes in the making. Um, I have all kinds of different designs and layouts and all those things. That will be coming straight just for my subscribers. Also, if things continue to go in the way that they're going, I will be coming out with uh, channel merch and uh, podcast merch as well. So if you want to rock the merch with your boy as well, That will also be an option. But welcome to the Voice of Fandom Podcast. It has been some time, and now we are looking straight at the playoffs, guys. We made it. We got through Week 17. We are now now on our way to Wild Card Weekend, or Super Wild Card Weekend, or whatever they're calling it now, mainly because this is going to be different than any other wild card weekend. And This is already, I mean, this NFL season is already way different than anything that we've done. Um, and that's that's not anything to, uh, it's not a hyperbole, uh, hyperbole, there we go. Um, it's not an over-exaggeration. This is real life. This is the first time that we've gone through an NFL season like this. This is the first time that we've dealt with anything like this when it comes to Uh, the NFL. I mean, we've had lockouts before. We've had different things go on, but this right here is probably the, uh, man, it has to be the most (laughs) accomplished season just because we did not know if we were going to make it through this. We had no idea if the season was going to get completed. We had no idea what was going to be the uh, long-term effects of just kind of pushing through a season. But we've gotten through the entire season with no canceled games. Yes, there was some rescheduling here and scheduling cluster fucks and all those kind of things, but no canceled games. And then on top of all of that, um, we, yeah, I mean, every club, every club uh, had someone come down or come up with it. But with the protocols that the NFL had um, together, you know, it's just put them on the list, let them quarantine, and then – once they test negative, they can come back and then we're, we're good to go. And that's where we've been so far. So I am very proud of what the NFL has done, even though there's a lot of people that were just ready to cancel this season, that was ready to write off the NFL, that was ready to cancel the NFL because of their reasonings and actions and for their pursuit of wanting to continue the season. Uh, so that is that. I, I give a round of applause to the NFL uh other places like college and things of those natures i felt that they should have taken a step back only because you are not dealing with uh, adults making their own income uh, living in their own homes things of that nature you're dealing with students that uh yes in some fashions it is very beneficial for them to play the sport it is very beneficial for them to stay out of the maybe uh, not so great or broken communities that they came from and that football or any of of the other sports probably saved their lives. Uh, But it's one of those things where – anyways, anyways, I'm not even going to dive into all that. I'm pretty sure you can go back into the catalogs and hear all of those things and hear all of those opinions that I have said. But right now we are talking about the positives. Right now we are talking about how the NFL has made it this far. Week 17 is done. Now, if you have uh, been keeping up with me on twitch.tv slash game armor game, then there is a possibility that you have heard me talk about some of the uh, some of the feelings that I've had about week 17. Also, my little preview that I've had for wildcard weekend. I'm going to go through all that again, just because um, I want to make sure that my podcast listeners are, you know, fully caught up because you guys are the ones that's cultivated this entire thing. And I feel like it was. It would be unjust if I didn't talk to you all personally, uh, especially if you don't have Twitch or you don't get on Twitch. Um, I do get that, and that's why these episodes will still be available on your Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon uh, Podcasts, Anywhere podcast is available, including the KCPN app that is available for iOS. So let's talk about this. Wildcard weekends coming up, and there's a lot of teams that are already projected to go toe-to-toe with the number one seeds on both sides. Um, there I believe there is a better strength of competition in the AFC side than the NFC side. And we'll get to that right now. Might as well. I mean, this is gonna be very straight to the point since there is this isn't a live show. I basically just do I get to talk my talk. <laughs> so on Saturday. Of course, on Saturday and Sunday, we have two triple headers, Um, so we have football the entire day for the entire weekend. I will just shout out to let you guys know, I will be doing a uh, Twitch live stream on Saturday. Um, What I'll be doing on there will not be football related, honestly. I will be finding a few matches of mine, uh, a few wrestling matches of mine, and I will be going through and, and just commenting, telling background stories, um, teaching other wrestlers that may be watching uh, some tips and pointers, things of that nature. Uh, It's something that I did at the end of one of my previous uh, Twitch streams, and a lot of people seem to really um, enjoy that. Uh, So I'm going to bring that back. I'm going to do it a little bit more. I only did one match on that uh, live stream, and I, I plan on doing that more and more as my stream continues to grow. Uh last time I was on here, I think we were fighting to get two hundred maybe two hundred maybe three hundred at the time we're sitting at a at a medium like three thirty or so right now, but like I said earlier, we made affiliate <laughs> we are uh we already have a few subscribers we already have a few donators, so that's really dope now I have to sit down and program all of my subscribers and do- uh donation gifts and stuff like that because I didn't think. We would get here this fast, and I I can only, only send a big thanks out to everyone that has followed so far, everyone that has spread the news, all of my friends that have uh, been very supportive of this entire media conglomerate that I've been uh, striving to make, and I really, really appreciate that. So just to send thanks, I will be doing a giveaway soon. I will be doing a giveaway soon. Uh, probably something on the lines of what I did when the podcast first started. I'll be sending you like a grab bag of uh, stuff from your favorite NFL team. Um, and that will probably be something that I will announce on Twitch. Uh, once I find out a few people's favorite teams, I choose them at random, all that kind of stuff. More than likely, what I will do is uh, send out this podcast. Um I will no, I will send out a clip of this. I'll send out a clip of this, um, and then once I send this clip out, um, I will have anyone that follows me on any social media just comment down below their favorite team and um, and you know, we'll go from there. So this is gonna be the clip. I'm literally going to do this on the fly. Um, <clears throat> so, to celebrate the fact that I have made Twitch affiliate to celebrate. To the people that have supported me, that have uh, you know helped me out this entire time, we are going to do a giveaway of a grab bag of certain things, different merch, all those kind of things. It could be anything from uh, mini football helmets to a t-shirt to maybe a signed jersey, maybe a signed football, all those kind of things. We're going to do a grab bag. I'm going to send it straight to you. All you have to do is comment down below your favorite team, and then hit a retweet or hit a share and get your other people to do the same thing. Also, one thing you do have to do is follow me at twitch.tv slash gamearmorgame because I will be announcing who wins this grab bag. I will be announcing that on Twitch, and I will be showing off what you will receive right before I send it off to you. So that, you know, the next time I do a giveaway, more people can see, you know, what what may be at stake. So, like I said, if you participate in that, great. I really hope that I get to send you something great, especially in this this time of the world. Everyone kind of needs something to uh, motivate them a little bit. But let's get back to the subject at hand. Um, The AFC side to me has just a little more competition. Uh, Throughout the entire bracket then on the Sunday side Saturday we will be seeing uh, Football pretty much everywhere Um, (laughs) It's really going to be insane But it starts off at uh, 105 with the Indianapolis Colts Going against the Buffalo Bills Now This is another one of those games Where and, and I've said this to a friend These All of these Games Really would not surprise me if they were upsets throughout the entire thing. And what I mean by upsets is just the fact that the lower seed will be the highest seed. Because to me, on both the AFC and NFC side, there's not anything that's telling me there's going to be a defined winner or blowout game. I just don't see it. No matter what the point spreads say, no matter what Vegas says, I'm looking at these teams and they are all pretty tough match teams. That's that's all I'm seeing in this. And that's great for me because that's great football that I don't have to uh, overanalyze or know for a fact. It's kind of like when I watch wrestling and I don't know what they're going to do with wrestling. It makes me feel really great because I can sit back as a fan and enjoy that product rather than overanalyze and not even enjoy the product because I know what's going on. So the number seven seed Indianapolis Colts are going against the two seed Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. And I will have to say there is some give and take on each side. The Buffalo Bills, electric quarterback and Josh Allen. You know, I've been very hard on Josh Allen. This is going to be the game that proves to me he has now matured from what I saw from him last year. And I can't move on from this is going to be the game. That Josh Allen can show to me, he is going to be that guy for Buffalo. Now I know Buffalo's completely sold on him. I know Buffalo right now, they've had their parades already. They've had their meeting them at the airport. They they are sold on this Buffalo Bills team. And I get it. I get it. Down, down goes the big bag wolf of the NFL and the New England Patriots. And now the Buffalo Bills step into that spot of the AFC East. And man. I know it feels so gratifying. But hold your horses. Because to me, this does not mean anything until you can get out of Wildcard Weekend. For a lot of teams where it's their first time in the dance in a very long time, or maybe your first time in the dance with some promise in a very long time, if you go one and done in Wildcard Weekend, it means nothing. It really doesn't. Ask Lamar Jackson. It means nothing. So, Josh Allen gets a chance to prove that he's that guy. Because right now they have all the steam in the world. They have all the momentum. Trust me, I'm hearing it as a cheese fan. They have all the momentum in the world. (laughs) The Colts, on the other hand, have been very topsy-turvy. And this is not the time that you want to do that. Phillip Rivers is showing The Phillip Rivers of old, he is showing us that he is a very good quarterback for the other team. He is showing us that those clutch throws, those in-the-bucket throws, those things, he's not pulling them off all the time, or at least 80% of the time that we need to. That is an issue, especially when you have a team with one of the best offensive lines in the league. When, When you have a great running game, when you have a great, young, fast defense, When you have veteran wide receivers like T.Y. Hilton making plays for you, you have to be able to hold up your end of the deal. Phillip Rivers, old man Rivers, this is that time for you to rid that whole thing of the fact that the Chargers, your, your tenure in the Chargers, they just didn't equip you well enough, but you were still good. They just didn't equip you well enough, even though I thought that was a lie. They said Phillip Rivers only throws picks because his offensive line is bad. They said Phillip Rivers doesn't complete great balls because his wide receivers don't get enough separation. Well, to me, you can't do that. And then later talk about how Mike Williams and Keenan Allen and all of them are just stud wide receivers because you just told me when Philip Rivers was there, that the wide receivers were the problem. But now, since Justin Herbert's throwing them the ball, they're elite wide receivers. doesn't make sense to me. So at 1 o'clock, we're going to get a lot of things answered. And uh, what's crazy about it is that a lot of them boils down to each quarterback on two opposite spectrums of their careers. Two opposite spectrums. Very excited to see it. Who do I think will win this game? Once again, this is hard. Both of these teams, when they play, they are teams. These are two two of one of the more complete teams in the AFC. But it also comes down to these are two quarterbacks that have let me down in pressure situations. I'm going to have to go with Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to have to. And, man, I, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that. I think I may be setting myself up for another disappointment from Josh Allen, but I just feel that this team is very hungry to make a statement. Now, if the Colts beat the Bills, the Colts solidified themselves in going straight to Kansas City, and Phillip Rivers is going to have to walk into Kansas City, a place that he is very used to turning over the ball against a defensive coordinator that saw him in his last year, and mate. I'm I'm just telling you it. I don't know if it would be a great move for that to happen, but you know I don't speak on my team. So um, I do. I do believe that I we will all see the Buffalo Bills beat. The Indianapolis Colts. Now, the next game. NFC matchup. The Rams versus the Seahawks. Now, this... There's something about the Seahawks this year. And their steady decline that has really made me uneasy. Everyone knows I am a fan of Russell Wilson. I, I was not a fan of how highly he was spoken about at the beginning of the season but i am a fan of him i am a fan of what he has done for the seattle team whether if he had no defense uh a legendary defense no offensive line or a okay offensive line because he's never had a great one uh no matter if he's at receivers or a running game he always tends to make things happen that is great for russell wilson does that make him MVP caliber every season? No, because he always has the time in the season where he just has this. And it's not even a steady decline. It's a drop off. And I don't know if it's just his his team gets tired and so does he because he's carrying them on his back. I, I I just don't know what it is. But it makes me become more and more conscious of when the MVP talks happen in week one through four. And then how it just completely disperses from week five to pretty much the end of the year. Uh, But going against this Rams team where Jared Goff broke his thumb off a helmet and not literally broke it off a helmet, but broke it by coming in contact with the helmet Um, and had surgery on it. And you still have the best defensive player uh, in the NFL and Aaron Donald on the other side of the ball. Uh, there's a lot of things going on with this Rams team, but they made it to the dance, and that's what they wanted to do. They made it to the dance. Will they be able to topple over the Seahawks? With a defense that is coming into their own, Carlos Dunlap was obviously an immediate impact and and made that immediate impact by closing out several games going into the end of the year. Russell Wilson hasn't been great, but he has been good enough. DK Metcalf has been slowed down. Tyler Lockett is not really even getting the touches that we would have expected by looking at his play earlier in the year. So maybe in the playoffs, it's time to, you know, reconfigure that, get Tyler Lockett some uh, some touches so that DK Metcalf can start to go off again. And we have this balanced game again, because as of right now, the league has caught up to what they were doing on offense. They've been... <laughs> Everyone has been talking about how the Chiefs have been winning games close, but no one's talking about how the Seattle Seahawks have just, ah, shit, barely crawled by almost everyone they've played. And I mean, as of recently. That's just me being honest. But it may come down to a situation where their defense may come up with the right player, too. But I'm looking on the other side of the ball, and I'm looking at the Rams, and I'm like, "Mm, you have the best defensive player in the league. I'm going to take the Rams to upset the Seattle Seahawks. That's what I'm going to do. Everyone's talking about how you don't want to see Pete Carroll in the playoffs. You don't want to see the Seattle team in the playoffs. They're not that team anymore. They just aren't. They just are not. And I just think Sean McVay and everyone that's around, as long as their team is intact. Now I want to say everything that I've said about all of this so far. I am recording this on June seventh. I'm 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 recording on June seventh, January seventh. I'm recording this at the normal time that I would typically do my podcast, anyways. So unless everyone's team just starts to fall apart in the in the time that this gets out. This is what I'm saying and I'm I'm saying this so you know that I know what the status of teams are as we're going through. Whew. Okay. <laughs> Just had to get that out of the way. Uh but Yeah, I think the Rams could topple over the Seattle Seahawks. And it, it I I know that might be wild to say. But like I said, I don't see anything but one game that could be possibly a surprising upset. All these other things are very, they're very they're very up and down. And it's been a while since we've had a playoff, a whole playoff run that the whole thing is very compelling. And you don't really know who, how, or why, you know, like how things are gonna fall with that. Um, and I enjoy that. So yeah, Rams over Seahawks. Who knows? We will all be surprised. Uh, NFC, once again, primetime game Saturday night. The five-seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers will go against the number four-seed Washington football team. Now, there has been a wild scene in the D.C. area. Um, I hope that everyone out there is safe. I hope everyone out there that, uh, that didn't partake in that foolishness is well and fine. Uh, but there has been a lot of things up in the air about this game because it is supposed to be in Washington. And I don't know, and so far from what I've heard has been very mixed signals on how things are going to go uh, with this game. But as as far as right now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will travel to D.C. and they will be part of a primetime game at 8 p.m. on Saturday. This is the game where if there was an upset alert, it would be surprising. This is the game where you would feel there are two things that are naturally in line and that typically doesn't happen. Usually it's just that one universal thing. The star has a line. This is what it is. But with this one, you have Tom Brady in his first wild card away game. Going to Washington in this unprecedented pandemic-riddled season. Can Tom Brady do what he's done in his first year? In his first year in this Tampa Bay offense, can he go and at least, you know, make it out of wildcard weekend? Or did the stars align for the Washington football team? Alex Smith, who went through a multitude of surgeries, almost lost his leg and his life, comes back to the field, plays just enough games to get just enough wins to not only take the NFC East, but host a playoff game. Have the stars aligned with him? in this defense that I have been praising episode after episode, saying that they are one of the most dangerous front sevens in the league. And now, not only are they one of the most dangerous front sevens in the league, their secondary is really starting to come into their own. What will happen in this game? Will Tom Brady finally unleash now that I'm seeing that Mike Evans is practicing will he unleash like he did the week before And Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and, and, and all, these, all these weapons that he has, Gronk and Fournette and Shady or will Mr. Checkdown Poppy himself, Alex Smith AS11 the man, the miracle, the comeback player of the year lead his team down the field? And will the young bright star in Washington, in Chase Young, will he show that he will lock Brady down on the defensive side of the ball? Now, I, I know this sounds crazy. We're talking about the Washington football team, a a, a franchise that has been on fire. A franchise that has been the pinnacle example of 2020 exposés. He said, she said, hosting these kind of parties and that kind of parties. New president, new owner, new this, new that. No name. A quarterback carousel. One quarterback's not focused enough. Another one, his leg snaps. Another one, his ankle snaps. Just so many things that have gone wrong for this team. And when it came down to it, all they needed was Alex Smith and Doug Peterson benching what could be or can't be, or maybe will, who knows, their starting quarterback with their other starting quarterback already benched for quarterbacks that deserved the playing time. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Tampa Bay at Washington. If this game happens in the fashion that it is on paper, I am picking the Washington football team to upset the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, it would it it looks like it wouldn't be an upset because in layman's terms and for, for the casual listener, it's because the four seed is playing the five seed and Washington is the four. But it would be an upset because we all know, we all know what we are looking at. We are all know that this is Tom Brady. versus Alex Smith. This is... <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense versus Alex Smith. Who knows? Who knows how this will go? Sunday. Sunday, we get started with the AFC matchup, the 5C Baltimore Ravens going to Tennessee, and for some reason, RG3 decides that he wants to speak up even though he will be sitting on the bench. And he said, it is time for us to get our bike back. Now, if you don't understand that, go watch Friday. And the reference will come together. But I'm going to be real. I, I, I'm going to cut this one short. I think the Baltimore Ravens will be one and done again. Look, just because they started to peak at the end of the season, everyone is like, oh, this is the time that you want to peak. This is the time you want to be your best for. And they're just fucking eating off the same shit that they ate on last year. The Ravens are just the Ravens. They're not the Ravens of old. They're not, they're not a team that scares anyone anymore. Because they know when Lamar is cold, he is cold. They know when he gets the edges sealed off from him and he can't escape out. And after he misses about three or four balls, he's going to be cold the entire game. He has not had one of those games where he was off and then came alive and took over. He hasn't had that yet. He hasn't shown me he has that yet. And trust me, I know a lot of people are going to hit me up and hit me with game clips of him going off for a series and blah, blah, blah. Most of the time, he loses those games. Because it's too late. Because someone kicked him in the ass (laughs) In the last two minutes and you're down by 13, it's just too late. The Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry, unfortunately, I believe, will just run all over them. And I don't mean just with Derrick Henry. Because they're going to do their best. Because Derrick Henry bullied them last year. They're going to do their best to keep Derrick Henry unlocked. But trust me, it's not just Derrick Henry anymore. And the Baltimore Ravens on all of the platforms, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPN two, ESPN plus, ESPN this, free form, all everyone's gonna see on all those platforms, Sunday at 105, that the Baltimore Ravens more than likely will fall to the Tennessee Titans. And Lamar Jackson should never be on a Madden cover ever again. Don't ever make me have to do deal with that again. Just don't. Matter of fact, if Aaron Rodgers is not on the cover next year, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. The next game, NFC. Seven C Chicago Bears are going to New Orleans now. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Now, now, now. Is there anything to really talk about in this game? Is Mitch Trubisky really going to go to New Orleans and somehow just beat them? Now I will say, New Orleans, man, y'all have had some real, real troubled uh, situations in the playoffs. But I just, I, I, I just don't know if you drop this. If you drop this one, Saints fans, if you drop this one against Mitch Trubisky, I, I really don't know what to say. I really don't. It's the same thing that I have a feeling about. Um, Sunday's primetime game as well. So I'll just kind of muddle them together. Pittsburgh Steelers. New Orleans Saints. If you all decide to lose your games and go one and done in the playoffs, there needs to be some large self-evaluation. And I'm not just talking to the fans right here. I'm talking to the programs themselves. There has to be. Because in the Steelers situation, everyone knows I've been very hard on the Steelers this year. And so far, 99.9.100% of the things that I've said on this podcast have come to fruition in this NFL season. I've not been wrong. I am batting incredibly so far. There is no one, everyone that has come to me with some kind of rebuttal, some kind of challenge, whatever, they've all been silenced so far. So I am telling you right now, New Orleans, and Pittsburgh, if you all go one and done, there's a gigantic issue that you have to say you self-evaluate with. On the Steelers side, you have the Cleveland Browns who are now riddled with COVID. Riddled. Including main players on defense and on offense. You already have Odell out. Now Jarvis Landry is out on the COVID list. Jonathan People Jones, or <laughs> I, I don't even know what that's name. I think I just People's Jones. I know that's it. Gone as well. He was just coming into his own. You have a lot of people on defense. I'm telling you, Pittsburgh. If you don't come in after finally getting some rest, I will give you that. After actually, no, not not really. I mean, kind of. Some of your starters get some rest. If you guys don't come out guns a blazing. On NBC and Telemundo and Peacock. There's an issue that you have to self-evaluate with. And I don't care if that's getting rid of Ben. I don't care if it's bringing in a different OC, DC. I would say different head coach, but Mike Tomlin is the only thing that I like from the Pittsburgh Steelers. In New Orleans, if you lose to the Bears, a team that didn't know what to do in their quarterback situation and they benched Mr. Trubisky when he was 3-0. He was winning games and they put him on the bench for Nick Foles to drop some games and not, not be the Nick Foles that everyone wants him to be because when you give Nick Foles the keys to the car, he doesn't know how to drive it, but if you let him know he's renting it, he's going to be one of the best drivers in the world. That, if you lose to that, If you lose to a team where Matt Nagy has literally coached them to lose games, I don't care that Drew Brees has been hurt. I don't care that he's not playing his best ball. I don't care if Taysom Hill plays one half and Drew Brees plays the other half. You have to win this game. And it would be very cartoonish and I say that because this is going to be the game that is also simulcasted on Nickelodeon as well, but it'd be very cartoonish if you all go one and done against Chicago Bears and Mitch Trubisky because Mitch has a chance to change his legacy from, you remember that guy that was drafted before Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes? He has a chance to change it from that to at least he led him to the playoffs and beat the Saints. That will be at your head. <laughs> that will be at your head, at your expense. So with that, I'm going to get to a very small break. We're going to talk about uh, some coaching things that have happened. Actually, just general general news talk, uh, Twitch talk, and then uh, that'll be the show. This is not going to be a very, very long show, uh, but that will be the show. And then you will be able to join me on uh, you know, Twitch.tv slash Game Armor Game. You know what it
1: is. (laughs) Ah, Uh-huh. SLT. Let's get it. come and get like me We ballin', ballin', sippin' on the And I'm like MJ Shout out to Kenny Man, Lyric, Cucina, in my mofos Scare up, that's the logo LT, that be the name Entertainment, that's my ammo Order a bottle of XO, pump PDA All of that life Going hard all night In the club, no fights, just me and the I feel like I feel that you can bear with me, yeah, I know my name, and I know the sound insane, and the club is going ridiculous, going ish, yeah. hell yeah, jumping, no trampoline, no spring of hurdles, it's on the night, this is a free game club and after-party anthem with Don't Stop, pop that, don't stop, pop that, pop that, that standards. for a double cup, go ahead and take a sip, and wake up the next morning with the thoughts of saying this. all I know, 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 all I know. Is we gon' have a party tonight? 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 tonight, tonight. All I know. And you know my situation. Go to sleep, wake up, do it all again. Same thing, new day, new we clothes, new we'll spot. This routine here will never end. And the only reason I do it is to show you you can have fun with life. I grind hard and shine hard every day. Why not party hard all night? You only live once, so you gotta push hard for that dream. before somebody knocks you off, handle your business and then you will witness your work or pay off. You can do what you want. So now I'm stunting. I'm getting money. My fam is with me. This life is lovely. Cup, go ahead and take a sip. And wake up. Wonder what the boss saying now? Right.
0: Yes, yeah, sir. So everyone that's everybody that knows what's going on. Uh regular season has ended, so you know everyone that was projected to be on the chopping block is now either on the chopping block, they have been chopped, or they're they're meeting with they're having nonsensical meetings of just getting through the formalities of the fact that they will be getting fired. Uh, so of course jets head coach adam Gase is now gone there's rumors that uh <laughs> for some reason uh bill belichick will be hiring him uh for the patriots uh also of course um houston has hired their gm as a ex well was a ex of executive deshaun watson seems to not be very happy with that decision um there's that. There's also been clips. There's a lot of things happening in in, in Houston as it has been this entire season. Uh, there's been a clip that's gone out that was part of the uh, you know the NFL mic'd up NFL films, hear the game, that kind of thing, and it's of uh, JJ talking to Deshaun, saying he was apologizing and saying that uh, we've wasted one of your years and that we should have 11 wins, and that is a very powerful thing because also that is something. That you would say if you're not Going to play together yet You know what I'm saying um, So With Deshaun getting paid And as much as I've been preaching For Deshaun to go somewhere else I believe of course he's going to Stay in Houston uh, But this also means that JJ could be going Any and everywhere else I mean but there's a lot of speculations That he may join join his brothers um, In Pittsburgh Um then again, Pittsburgh is one of those teams where if you have a high price tag, they don't really look at you so much. Um, a lot of people say he could ring chase and either go to Tampa Bay or he could go to Kansas City. But it's Kansas City. I don't really know. We we have quite the price tag on uh, <laughs> the defensive side of the ball. I don't think we need to add any more. Um, just the play itself should uh, matriculate in the upwards fashion. Uh, But one thing to really keep an eye on, of course, is what is going to happen with Eric He What now feels like he has had an interview with the entire league, uh, but he has hit the carousel and he has been running hard. Um, Several invites from several, 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 several different teams. Um, Of course, I said weeks ago, that Eric Bieniemy would go to Atlanta. Um, Atlanta had their interview with him. They were one of the first, actually. Um, and then, of course, so did the Jets. So did the Chargers. Um, there's uh, quite a handful of teams that have reached out to Eric Bieniemy, And I really hope, as much as I would hate to lose him in um, our coaching staff, I really hope that he gets a job that he deserves. Also, Mike Kafka, our quarterback coach from the Kansas City Chiefs, also has kind of hit the uh, head coaching carousel as well. So there could be a lot, uh, including executives and office personnel that we could be losing um, coming out of the season. So it'd be really nice to make the full run (laughs) and get everything out of them that we can before having to do a sort of a back end uh, rebuild. Uh, Because as we know, everyone is pretty much locked up long-term. on the field side and also head coach and GM side. So with that, I'm just going to do a little preview of the number one teams. Um, one, the Green Bay Packers, uh, I, believe, I believe this team is going to be a very hard coin to flip because one, uh, their offense is doing well. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is playing ball in the most nonchalant elite way ever. He is. This is actually the 0.111% of things that I got wrong because I gave the MVP to Patrick Mahomes, and it's definitely going to go to Aaron Rodgers. Um, he, he is playing incredible ball this year. He, he has gotten this offense to an entirely new level. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, uh, Devontae Adams, Uh, Aaron Jones, every uh, Tunyon, everyone in this offense has really stepped up for Aaron Rodgers. And it's very, very good to see that. Um, But on the defensive side of the ball, they are playing better, but it worries me because they did nothing to address their issues against the run. And they could possibly see the Saints, uh, which (laughs) uh, Alvin Kamara is no slouch. On the other side of the number one uh, number one situation would be, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, everyone really got a real view of what this team looks like without Patrick Mahomes. Everyone got a real reminder of what that defense looks like without the players that seem to be continuously slandered when they miss or don't make a play every single down. Trust me, I go down Chief's Twitter and the slander to Chris Jones and Tyron Matthew and Frank Clark and Anthony Hitchens and all that is absolutely horrendous at times. But everyone got a refresher of what this defense looks like when they're not on the field. And I guarantee you all that slander should stop very fast. (laughs) It really, really should. Because what they bring to the defense isn't just money. Obviously, because the Chargers moved up and down the field very easily. Standout plays from Sneed, standout plays from uh, Tayshawn Wharton, and um, I don't even have the game stats in front of me. I'm just pulling this out of my head. Um, Alex Okafor, and like all, but just think about what would have happened if the starters were out there. And now we're going to get to see them after two and a half weeks of resting. Now, a lot of people are very worried because it's like, oh, well, they're going to be extra rusty. Like, how's that going to go? Can they shake the rust off in, you know, the first half of the quarter, get back to, to gaming and do all that? I feel like the Chiefs have been resting for a lot longer than just a, just these two and a half weeks. A lot longer. They've been kind of on cruise control. And now, now this, this takes it to a whole different thing. I believe they will come out guns a blazing and uh, I I don't think we'll see the same situations where they will tailor off and have a team come back. I think that this will be more than likely polar opposites of what we saw last year, uh, where this team's going to get in front early and they're going to stay in front the entire time. Um, But that also depends on the team that they play. So with that being said, Uh, Once again, I'm going to mention the giveaway that will be coming up very soon. Um, Like I said, all you'll have to do is just share the social clip that I'll put out. Um, And then once I put that out, share it, comment your favorite NFL team under uh, the feed, and I will randomly pick. And then, I mean, the most important thing, you have to go and follow twitch.tv slash game armor game, because that's when I will do the announcement. More than likely February at some time, just to give plenty of people time to get engaged, uh, plenty of people time to follow up on Twitch, maybe watch a stream or two. I'll probably, I will definitely have the podcast rolling on there by then. Um, so that'll be something to look forward to, something to look out to. Maybe I can get it to you as a Valentine's Day gift. You know, like, hey, we need to love each other this year because shit, it's not working out so far. Um, I made a joke on Twitter the other day. I was like, the only thing that happened. Um, in the new years at 2020 Just grew up and Became 21 now it's legal to drink And for some reason the only thing is drinking it's ever Clear so fucking Watch that uh, But with that being said that is the Show um, Like I said this will Probably be the only show that I record independently uh, I believe by next week Because I have, a ton, I have tons of things Coming in um, Tomorrow Saturday And uh, Monday for literally just for the podcast and my live stream. So that will be, those are the things that I'm pretty much waiting on until I I jump in and get my podcast rolling on Twitch. Uh, So next week we should be up and running. If not next week, early half, definitely the later half. So add some time for sure. But be on the lookout for the social media posts that I will wait to post till tonight. So that people that do get the notification that this episode is live when it does go live, um, they have time to go and see that it's freshly posted and they can get their comments. in. like I said, it'll be it'll be a couple weeks or so uh, before I do it, not only so people can get engaged, but also so I can figure out uh, how I'm going to randomly select. And then, of course, the process of me getting all of the things from different supporters and brands that I know and then boxing it up and shipping it to you. So. Uh, I appreciate all y'all. I appreciate everyone that's shown love on Twitch and all my social media platforms. Uh, Once again, go follow me up at twitch.tv slash game. It is free, but if you choose so, if you want to continue to support your boy in a bigger fashion, you can definitely hit that subscribe button. That'll be right next to it. Um, You can choose what kind of tier sub that you want to subscribe, but if you have Amazon Prime, you can use that. And uh, get a Prime sub going Shout out Amazon Prime um, And you can continue to uh, support your boy in that fashion I'm working on sub emotes And all those like member exclusive things Literally as soon as I hit the uh, publish button for this podcast So I appreciate y'all, I love y'all There will be no normal outro Because it talks about pop being a lot And we're gone, we're gone from there Uh, So I also have to get a new... (laughs) made or something. I don't fucking know, but I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. I will see y'all on twitch.tv slash GameArmorGame, and I will be talking to you guys continuously on the Kansas City Podcast Network, also on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Podcast, Google Podcast, all those things that are available. I love y'all. I'm out of here.